listening to another episode of the Off The Clock Podcast. I'm your host, Triple D, and um, I don't really have a, a plan for today. It's just sort of another one of those uh, COVID check-ins, see how people are doing, um, updates on what's going on in my head. I had, like I said, no real script. We're just going to kind of talk. Um, are you guys at the point that I'm at where I pretty much wake up every morning and ask, is this shit over yet? Hmm? Anybody? Just me? I can't be the only one. Um, Yeah, this is, what, day, depending on where you are, 30-ish, 40-ish, is wild. And I'm in Virginia, so we've we've gotten till at least the first or second week of June. And uh, just to date this, I'm actually recording April 29th in the wee hours of the morning. I hope you guys are holding up. Hope your mental health is is intact because this has been a tough one. This has been really tough. Like it's wild. Like I, I stepped on the scale like a week or so ago, and um, I'm actually down about do math, simple math, Jerome. I'm down about three pounds. Um, and honestly, I can't tell if it's because I've been doing my little prison workouts with my jump rope and everything, or if it's just plain stress and not eating horrible but also not eating great either um it's wild and it's it's hard to to pinpoint what it is but for now we're gonna we're gonna take the weight loss and we're gonna try and keep it pushing so you know physically I'm, i'm trying to stay active as much as i can the gym was like a a stress reliever a getaway for me and you know I've said before, like, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense why it had to be shut down. And I know for one that when they do open it back up, I'm giving it like a good month and a half before I even set foot in there just because it's going to be, it's going to be a problem. Like I'm pretty sure whenever they decide to open it, the way things have been going, it's going to be too early. So we'll see how that plays out on top of the physical. um, I don't even know how to classify what's going on with my mental health. Um, I think the the heaviest thing that's got everything dragging for me is this whole being back on the job hunt and coming to terms with the fact that I am unemployed again and I have to go back through the the job search process, which is so unnecessarily stressful. It's like the whole thing of filing for unemployment and coming to grips with the fact that like I kind of need it. Like, I, as much as I don't want to do this, I, I have to for the moment. Like, I'm in a decent place. I have a decent security net with my family to where I'm, I'm not hurting. But, you know, I still got bills that I'm responsible for. And the weekly claims you got to fill out every week. And the job hunt itself, which is just a whole can of worms that I, I, I'd hoped it was going to be a long time before I'd have to get back into that with just filling out applications but before you can fill out an application you have to register for every company's site which is just an ordeal in itself and then of course just the plain realization that like yeah I could fill out all these applications but until the outside is open again ain't nobody hiring like the only people that are really hiring are certain skilled positions like truck drivers who they're not really 
training right now, electricians, HVAC people, um, nursing, um, and I'm, I'm using nursing as a broad field because I'm not going to name every little branch, but medical profession. Um, and there's, you know, there's warehouse stuff. There's some security stuff um, that I've applied for. But the, at, until things start to clear up, like the the stone cold truth is that most of these jobs just plain aren't hiring. And that's a whole nother level of stress that myself and I'm sure others are dealing with day by day. So uh, all I can say is work with us because some of us aren't OK. Um, that's just a straight up truth. There's there's a lot to be thankful for in the fact that um, I still have my health. But there's other things going on beneath the surface for a lot of us that, it you know, some people aren't showing and some people are kind of choosing to keep to themselves. So work with those people and don't take it personal. I think another thing that's not helping with a lot of people's mental health is the further and further we get into this, the more and more we see just how annoying people are. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the wildest thing. It, it's easy to pick up your phone and scroll whatever social media platform. And because people have time, quote unquote, like you're really starting to see just how annoying people are. It's, it's take central and, because people have time to argue it, people feel validated in everything they say. And oof, man, I, I've said it before on social media, but like I need outside to open up so people have their distractions. I'm not saying don't be involved in certain things as far as, you know, s social issues and political issues. But my God, there is entirely too much info. And I honestly think that's where we are right now at this point in time, what's making things drag out for me, at least what's making things drag out even longer is the fact that there's, there's entirely too much info at this very moment. There's entirely too much info and there's entirely too many professionals and nothing feels clear. The guy who calls himself president is without a doubt, the most unassuring president we've ever had. He's the most unassuring person the earth has ever produced. And on top of that, you got your your internet experts, your Facebook experts who share every article that they come across. So we're getting all this information daily and it's like, OK, so what's right? So it's like, OK, do I want to take in all this info you've presented while well, that you probably haven't even researched yourself? You just looked at the headlines and hit share. It's it's too stressful. Like there's entirely too much info. There's too many experts, quote unquote, and it's just making things feel heavier than they probably could be not to take any of the severity away from this info, but people are flooding timelines with entirely too much info. And I'm pretty sure most of it contradicts itself. It's it's too much. It's just entirely too much. I'm just ready for this to all be over. You know, so that's the bad, you know, but with the bad that you got to find the good. And um, again, I got to tip my hat off to these DJ battles. Um, these things have been have been great. The ones I've caught, um, I haven't caught a ton of them. I haven't caught every single one of them, but from the ones I've seen, they've been really good. And uh, they even they even did a, a gospel one a few nights ago. I believe it was John P. Key versus Hezekiah Walker. Um, I was not a part of that one. That is not my wheelhouse. But I heard it was very good. 
I heard it started at a uh, decent church folk hours and, uh, and it ran over just a little bit, but, um, I heard that that was a very well put together one. And I, I, I heard, maybe you can confirm for me that they had some, some old guy, uh, tech issues as well. So I, that might just be a thing so far right now for my money. Uh, the T-Pain versus, uh, Lil Jonathan has to be without a doubt, one of the best, uh, if not the best, depending on what you're into, um, the way I look at it. RZA versus Premier was was straight up for the hip hop heads, like the the scholars of hip hop and rap. I wasn't a part of that one because I'm a fan, but I'm not that deep in, into it. Swizz and Tim was Clash of the Mainstream Titans. Um, Lil Jon and and T Pain was clearly Clash of the of the club bangers. That was like I said my my favorite hands down out for depending on how old you are that one was straight up college just a party and they had a great time doing it and of course teddy riley and babyface was a clash of grown folk music um that one was fun to watch uh once they finally got it going and you know the memes finally settled even though they're probably still going uh that one was dope just to kind of take some of us back and um, hopefully, hopefully a younger generation got to hear a different version of R&B uh, that they're probably not that familiar with. Um, but it's it's been an awesome thing to see. And uh, I think it's been dope to 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 keep putting these together. Um, I keep hearing that they're that hoping to get Dr. Dre in on one of these against Diddy, which would be I mean, I guess it'd be fun to see them interact. But beat wise, it's it's I don't know. I feel like it's a little too apples and oranges for me. Um, but if they get it cracking, I'll definitely take a look at that. Um, I heard something about they're supposed to be working on getting the Bone Thugs versus Three Six Mafia going. That's an interesting one. Um, hits like bangers. You got to get the edge to Three Six. That's just my opinion. I mean, Bone's got some classics, but I don't know. We, we shall see. I'm pretty sure everybody involved is is loving their their streams right now. Uh, since that's the new thing, getting paid off the streams. I'm pretty sure Katz is about to cash in these checks. Like I said, for a lot of people, it was a stroll down memory lane. I thought it was super dope that uh, T-Pain and Lil Jon like, kind of played some unreleased music. That oof, that Usher song that uh, Lil Jon said he'd been holding on to for like two years, that was like an instant, like, okay, this would have been a hit. And, uh, you know, every, that was the, the question, like, why? Why didn't he, why didn't he release this? This would have been, this is an instant smash. I think Lil John said like they had been holding on to that song for like two years. Then I thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, about two years ago was when the world was, um, obsessed with Usher, uh, apparently having an STD and spreading it around. So, um, yeah, if that's why Usher held on to it, that's a smart move. Cause, uh, yeah, that song coming out during the peak of uh herpes gate or whatever they said he had that song would have that have been a waste of a banger so it, it's weird to see how timing plays out um because people have all but forgotten it like you forgot about it till i said something just now but yeah that, that was a that was a heavy meme about a couple years back uh along with his hair uh because he was doing that weird sort of um i don't, I don't even know what to call it but like he, he looked like uh, a 60s or 50s mob boss or something like that with the the hair slicked back and everything it was weird but um smart move <laughs> smart move um so you know shout out to all of them 
the uh, all the versus battles that we've gotten. Hopefully, we'll get more. Uh, shout out to the DJs. Um, obviously, D Nice uh, has been doing his thing. I'm gonna plug one, and he's not paying me. Uh, Ninth Wonder at Ninth Wonder. Um, he's produced for many a people, many a group. He started out with Little Brother. He's produced for Jay Z. He's produced for Destiny's Child. Look it up. Every now and then he does what's called the Fast Auntie Lounge, and a lot of times they're themed, and it's usually a good time. Like he's a good presence. He keeps the party going. He's he's not just standing there. He's dancing. He's talking to you. Uh, no request because that'll probably get you uh, shunned. He also does something that I don't know if other DJs have been doing this. There's almost like an educational aspect to it because every now and then he'll play something that seems so out of left field and then he'll follow it up with the sample, uh, probably a hit that you never knew was sampled. So that's usually pretty dope. But yeah, uh, day 482 in this whole quarantine life. And uh, I hope you guys are, are staying up. I hope you guys are staying as positive as you can. Not every day for some of us is a win um, if you win in every day more power to you um, but just don't knock those who have a losing day just try to be there for them and um, let them know that you're there and hopefully when they're ready they can they can come out of that 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 dark spot um, but this is this is not an easy fix this is not going to be an easy fix by a long stretch i i started to talk about uh, the quote-unquote protesters and their tantrums but uh, I, I wanted to end it on a good note because we, we got to a good note with the with the DJ battles and all the good stuff. So we're going to try and keep that party and that energy going. You, of course, know where to find me. Off the Clock Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-A, Clock Pod, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am getting ready to finally uh, begin the Unfashionably Late series. And I'm starting off with the Harry Potter series. And basically, for those of you who are just joining me, uh, that is pretty much where I take in a form of media, whether it's a movie or a TV show and sometimes music uh, for the first time, extremely late. And I go over it with someone who may be a super fan of it. And um, I know there's a ton of Harry Potter heads out there who, who love the series. And I'm finally going to go through and watch every single movie. And um, I'd like to discuss uh, that with you guys. So if you are interested in being a part of the Harry Potter series, uh, please hit me up and let me know uh, what movie you would like to discuss with me. As of now, the only movie that has been spoken for is The Half-Blooded Prince. So there are plenty of other ones that are open. Um, I'm going to be starting off with an intro episode where we pretty much go over uh, the broad strokes of the series of the fandom and um i get sorted and uh join my house so yeah if you, that sounds like something you're interested in uh please hit me up if you don't want to be on the show be on the lookout because i do plan on getting that uh started very soon so again as always i'm your host triple d you guys stay up and i will see you next time